Most people think that they are choosing between the good and the bad. In reality, they are choosing between being mediocre and becoming truly great. Welcome to the Next Action Podcast with your host, Brian Wallace. In 15 minutes, we'll help our guests catapult from their current situation to a path of greatness. Welcome back to the show, everybody. Always a pleasure to have you here listening with us. We're going to do something a little bit different for those of you who have been following along through the first dozen episodes or so. Since we're getting so close to South by Southwest time, we're going to dedicate the next several episodes specifically around how we can help people navigate through the insane waters of South by Southwest. For those of you who don't know what South by Southwest is, it's one of the largest technological innovation types of conferences. Started a few decades ago as a music conference, later came on also for film and especially interactive, which is why it's uh, so important to us and a lot of listeners that listen to this kind of thing. So today I've got my friend Brian Pennock. Brian Pennock is a very interesting guy, musician turned serial entrepreneur, certainly not the path that you see all the time. So it's a pleasure to have you on here today, Brian. How is everything going? Going very well. Thank you for having me. For sure. So maybe give everybody just a little bit of a sense of who you are and where you got to be without all the backstory like every other podcast does. Right, right. Uh, yeah, happy to. Uh, so very briefly, I was a former professional musician recording and touring for about 12 years and then segued from that into several startups, uh, both in the music and marketing space, a little in the education and tech as well. Um, exited one company last year, and now I find myself working in venture capital. Beautiful. Which do you like better? <laughs> uh, well, I, I, all of it. Uh, it. It's it's been an amazing journey, but um, I I feel my services are are of value to especially like early stage, uh, whether that's you know early stage entrepreneurs, whether that's music space, education, tech, things like that. So you know, very excited about where I am now. Um, but it, it's it's been a great ride, and I'm looking forward to the future. Absolutely, so cool. And I know we're going to spend a lot of time today digging into South by Southwest. Again, probably close to, what, like 300,000 people go to it every year if you factor yeah. in all the different things. I remember reading recently there was an economic impact study that South by Southwest did on themselves. They said it brought in about $450 million last year. I believe it. Crazy, right? I mean, it's just short of some of the largest sports occurrences. Outside of that, I mean, it, it almost doesn't have other kinds of competition. It's helped build that skyline. So what number South by Southwest is it for you this year, man? I believe it's number 12, which is ridiculous to say out loud. But yes, I uh, I started out uh, actually performing for uh, three years at South by Southwest. And then I've been going the, I guess, now the last nine years uh, with this one coming up included uh, for business. And I've spoken, I spoke last year officially. I spoke several years prior uh, unofficially at the music portion. And this year I'm speaking at South by Southwest EDU as well officially. Awesome. Okay. So you're getting there a little earlier than the main event as well. That's I'm cool. there the 4th through the 17th. This is my longest stay in Austin for South by specifically. Wow. I thought I was going for a long time. I'm going to be there the 7th through the 14th. And I don't know if you've noticed. So it looks like you're going to stay there for some of the extended portion stuff too. I know they added a lot of stuff about cannabis business, a lot of stuff about crypto. Um, I think even gaming. There's a few things that they're running a little bit after the usual interactive crowd kind of goes out. So that's very cool. What kinds of things are you looking to get out of it this year? I mean, I, I'm a South by what I would dub as a South by pro, not necessarily for myself, but that really means I know, you know, what needs to be done down there, what can be done, uh, you know, down there, but also what to avoid in Austin as well during South by. So for me, it's it's really about uh, the networking aspect and you know seeing contacts that are in my network that I don't get to see very often. There's a lot of international presence in Austin for that week, especially for the music sector, um, but 
we're also launching a, an initiative through Loud Capital called Legacy Entertainment Ventures that I'm a, a part of. And it, it's really about spreading both the uh, the mission of what we're trying to do and building up that Rolodex as well. So for me, the name of the game is networking, networking, networking. But uh, at, the, uh, at the end of the day, it's always about having fun as well. For sure. And I feel like it's one of the few places that you can actually do both. It always amazes me that people walk in without a plan and they just, they have this magic word serendipity that they think is going to save the day. Absolutely. I'm sure that you spend a lot of time and money on planning. Can you tell us some of the specific things that you have in mind to, that you're either spinning up or planning to attend? And I think maybe even some of the stuff to avoid. I mean, you've been going longer than me. I think this is number 10 for me. Yeah, it's it's interesting, and that's that's a loaded question that I could go on for 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 hours upon hours. You know, for me, it's pretty simple. Um, I, I I don't actually set many hard meetings down there. I set some general timeframes when I can connect with you know people in my network. You know, I have to be somewhat lucid. Uh, you know, when you send out calendar invites, make sure that you you offer a window as opposed to a hard time. Make sure that every invite has uh, has everyone's cell phone numbers so you can communicate freely. Um, but for me, it's just about knowing where I need to be in general, right place, right time. Uh, there's obviously serendipitous moments that, that flow from there as well. So I try not to bog myself down too much unless I want to set some back-to-back -back meetings, either at the convention center or at the, uh, the lobby of the Hilton, which is where I'll be staying for most of the conference. Um, that's a, a pretty great spot. And there's a, a lot of, you know, familiar faces and a lot of people that either you will be meeting next or that, uh, you should be meeting is probably a good way to put it that hang out at that lobby as well. Um, especially that bar. But you know, for me, it's it's about avoiding the noise as much as possible, which sounds ridiculous when you think about the fact that one of my you know main pillars for going down is South by Music. Um, you know, I enjoy as much music as I possibly can, but at this point in my career, I'm the guy that's getting out for coffee meetings at eight and nine in the morning, and then doing that well into the evening. So um, it's really about prioritization for me. Just going down with a general mission, uh, going down with some you know expertise and knowledge given my experience on the festival, but not getting caught up you know in the free happy hours things like that. And if I am at those things, you know, being uh, respectful to you know people later in the schedule. So. You know, when I was younger, you know, uh, going to a happy hour at, you know, 11 a.m. and having a drink or two was great and having several of those, which it wasn't about partying you know, even back then. It was more so just about spending time with the company that was there, you know, kind of going with the flow. Uh, but now it, it's just more rapid fire for me and making sure that I can accomplish both the quantity of things that I want to at the quality I would like to. I love it, man. And smart place to stay. Uh, we usually stay over at a few different places. We just make sure that it's always within a couple blocks and no more than that at the convention center because people just do not realize the gridlock that can happen there. You may have a good deal at the airport or something, but you're going to miss half of your time there. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. The, the two that I always right. recommend are the, uh, the, the, and I'm by no means sponsored by these entities or being encouraged to say this uh, all free will, but uh, the, the Hilton right across from the uh, convention center, it is a little pricey, but you, know, you, you pay for the convenience. But the best bang for your buck by far... Uh, to, to me is the Sheraton, which I will be staying at uh, for a little bit of the festival. Uh, it's up mm -hmm. uh, near, it's 35 and I think like, you know, 11th or something like that. It's just far enough north to where you can avoid the, the actual noise from the festival. So if you want to turn in early, um, it's also, you know, it's just a good deal as well. But, you know, there's a few other ho hotels around there that, you know, are, are great. But definitely at this point, I I'm, I'm always staying somewhere that's convenient that I can walk uh, from no, uh, no commuting if, if I can avoid it. Right. I hear you, man. And it seems like a weird thing that we would even spend a lot of time on hotels, but I think it's one of the central points to anyone's game plan and doing it Completely right. Agree. Because not only is it close to you, but that's where you can have people over for coffee, for drinks, for lunch, dinner, whatever it is, bring them up to your room, bring them to conference rooms. People just completely miss this part because the key, I think, to this is to get rid of... You talked about music, but there's a big difference between music and noise. Just to go to endless places for free tacos, 
save your trouble. Go to tacos at some other point in the day or when it's not South by Southwest. Go enjoy Austin for all its beauty some other time if you want the culinary experience. Here you're hopefully here to you know really amp up your connections. I know that every year without fail, we win business from new Fortune 500s and hot tech startups, and we've built up an incredible name and profile from it. So yeah, I think that Sheridan is a, a beautiful place, uh, pretty close to the Mohawk and that kind of area, a little bit of north town. Uh, it's a little further away, but still worth it and a beautiful property. I know for years we used to stay at the Radisson, which um, maybe it wasn't the fanciest hotel, but it was so super close. It was pretty price effective. Um, I think there was an outfit out of LA that bought it and just kind of redesigned the whole thing. So now it's very pricey. Uh, the last couple of years, we have been over at the uh, Marriott Courtyard. And this year, I'm going to try the other side of it, the Residence Inn, which is the other tower that gives you a, a whole little kitchen. So those also... Um, tremendous. Uh, we every, every year we do stuff in the trade show. So we walk out the door and it's directly diagonally across from that entrance to the convention center. That's how ridiculously focused we are at reducing the steps to just conserve all our energy. So yeah, so we've talked a little bit about hotels. Um, let's talk about other hangouts. Um, where do you think another great place that people should go that's not a hotel, that's not a, the convention center? I guess we could even talk about like hidden spots in, and hidden gems in the convention center. But if you don't mind me sharing, right? What kinds of hidden gems have you really kind of seen out there in the, in the town? Yeah, so it, it's it's difficult because everyone has their own preference, everyone has their own flavor. Uh, obviously, you know, convenience is is a, a big part of it. But <clears throat> I, uh, I I try to have meetings in locations where I really enjoy. Uh, my favorite restaurant by far in Austin, um, as far as like upscale, is called High Tower. It's uh, east of thirty five. So I'll take a few people over there for drinks. Um, it is busy, but you know, you can get a really good old fashioned there and it's, it's just nice because it's a little, uh, away from, you know, sixth street and everything centralized downtown, but it's still, you know, 10 minute walk. Right. Um, Kebabalicious is just an amazing sandwich spot that they actually have a uh, day party that runs, I believe every day during the, the music portion out back, but it's nice to, uh, take someone there. You know, you, you'll find people that have been to Austin for South by several times. They either know Kebabalicious and love it and it's always on their list or they're not familiar or, or they, they are familiar and they have not had it so they they really appreciate the uh, the experience um you know there's a really good coffee shop that um i personally have never been to but i know a lot of people convene and it's uh, the name is just incredible it's called juan and a million as in the name juan uh that's east of 35 as well <laughs> yeah it, pe people absolutely love nice. that um you know I, I just have a few little pockets that i'll, I'll you know dip into briefly <clears throat> the there is one bar that's completely a secret and I've been sworn to secrecy and I will not reveal what it is, but if anyone's listening and they know me or they have met me at South by Southwest, Ooh. I've I've taken them there. It's literally right in the middle of the chaos, but of all the bars in, in the strip and right around the strip that host events, they are um, anti-South by as far as show, uh, South by showcases go, but it's uh, it's a little hidden gem. So again, I, I, I will not disclose the location, but it is uh, right between 6th and 7th Street. And if you can find it, it's uh, it's an oasis amidst the chaos. Yeah, I love that kind of stuff. I like when people have no idea that there's all this stuff going around town. Like, I'll usually take people around like nature trails yes, and great. hikes uh, right by Ladyburg Lake. If anybody's an early riser and wants to just get into nature before your systems are overwhelmed, I feel like that's a good spot. And yeah, you know, the East End has really blossomed yes, on the other yes. side of 35. I remember a colleague of mine and I were going to drinks at Whitehorse last year. I don't know if you've ever been there, but you know, very much not the whole South by Southwest scene. It's definitely building up like crazy, but people should know there are so many, I feel like you should have the go-to places all around town because there's so much stuff to take in, not just at the convention center, but even within the convention center. I feel like that there's a couple of hidden gems. There's always like a bookstore of all the people who are doing book signings. Um, I always feel at home, um, there's the Texet Blogger Lounge. It used to be 
uh, PayPal. Now I think it's Comcast Lounge. That's always like I, a, I a nice offer, haven because that's the thing. Yeah, that yeah, I'm sorry to interrupt. Yeah, I will offer one secret. Um, the third floor of the convention center, uh, they don't have a lot of programming on it, but especially if you go, I believe it is the West Wing, um, you can find, I, I think they actually are starting to open it up for more mentoring, at least during uh, the music compo- component. But um, I, I've taken a lot of meetings there and there's you know some small balconies off of that as well. But you have to be careful because a lot of the doors that lock will not let you back in. So you have to like walk down to the uh, the first floor from the third or fourth floor and then you know come back up. But um, you know, there's a lot of little pockets around there, but it, it, unless you're going through the speed dial, you know, I'm sorry, speed dating style meeting, uh, which, which I do a lot, you know, have like, you know, five, 10 minute meetings back to back. And it's important to note, like not a lot of businesses actually done at South by it's more like introductions or follow ups. And then, you know, when you meet somebody, and this is more on like my best practices suggestions, just like, take a quick second after each meeting and maybe shoot yourself uh, an email or write out a note about who you spoke to what you spoke about. And then plan that follow up for not the week after South by because everyone has chaos coming back to in their offices, you know, a lot of uh, younger, uh, younger or amateurs that are attending South by they think like, as soon as you meet somebody, you send a follow up email, or like the Monday after South by you send a follow up email, it's kind of an unspoken rule, at least in music that you give everyone at least a week to breathe, you know, sometimes even two weeks. Um, But you know, things Mm -hmm. like that, just just be considerate, you know, everyone's busy down there. Um, you know, nobody wants to have like a, a 60 minute long meeting or go through like an entire, like, you know, private pitch on something as far as, you know, VC goes. Um, so it, it's just going in and being very cognizant that, you know, everyone's down there, everyone's stressed, you know, everyone's trying to get as much done as they can. So just be considerate. Absolutely. Yeah. It's just the exactly. way to something better. I completely yeah. agree. So Brian, I know it looks like our time's just about up here. Where can everybody find you? Uh, so I, I have a, a lot of presence out there. I mean, basic social channels, typically just, you know, at Brian Pennick, um, just launch brianpennick.com uh, just is kind of a catch all. Uh, I, I would say pay attention to the domains loud.vc is in venture capital and what is your legacy.vc. Uh, we're going to be doing a lot around that here soon. Um, and, you know, I, I, I have a few other, you know, uh, podcasts and things like that. Would you mind if I, there's a, a great podcast uh, from somebody who I'd love to introduce you to at South by Brian, um, but he actually just did a show on navigating South by both with or without a badge. W- would you mind if I, I, I threw his name out there? Okay. Yeah. So yeah, his, Definitely. his name's Let's Moby it. uh, and it's called the, the fire show podcast and it's done through the uh, media tech ventures collective. And I, I definitely want to get you in front of those guys. Great group in Austin. That's doing a lot with their collective and their incubator accelerator. But again, they just released a podcast on navigating South by both with or without a badge. Uh, you know, Paul O'Brien, you know, Moby, John Zazaro, all those guys, they're all in Austin. They're pros. And I, I, mm. it's on my list to bring bring you two together. Great, great alliances happen at South by just like this. Oh, yeah. Businesses are built out of the show. That's what people don't understand. So it looks like I want to be respectful of everybody's time. Thank you so much, Brian. That was an incredible load of very of course, specific yeah, thank advice. You for having I love me. it. And can't yeah, wait to, can't wait to see you down there, there as well. Safe Absolutely. travels. All right. Cheers. Thanks. All right. We'll see you then.